Clean contact. I hit it again because that shot was a defining moment. And when a defining moment comes along, you define the moment. Or the moment defines you. Hello and welcome to the Golf Practice Podcast. My name is Andy Hayes. Tiger has just walked across the Swilkin Burn for possibly the last time. And with me to talk about maybe that, maybe all things in general. It's, it's a rainy day. It's a, Whenever we have a rain out, we do a podcast in the summer. So with me is Peter Donahue, Zach Bussman. Thank you, Andy. It's nice to be here as always. Great to be back on the pod. Thanks very much for having me. Well, I'm I'm excited to be here. It's always a great excuse, you know, to have a have a good conversation. And the um, British Open, the Open Championship, Tiger, like you say, walking across. Wilkin he walked across Wilkin Bridge. I wish that I made podcast before stating my picks. I strongly said to multiple people that he can't win because he's not playing tournament golf, and. I just think it's too hard to, to do, and we're, that's what we're seeing. It's, oh, yeah. You know, like I you agree. can't just pop in. You can't pop in. doesn't matter who you are. No, that's, I think you're absolutely right. Can't just pop in. Zach, you're the Tigers' number one supporter. How are you feeling on this day? Um, I feel sad a little bit for him. Not really, like myself even though i i wanted him to do really well yes it just i know how much the course means to him st andrews he's said it's his favorite course multiple times he's won there twice he put so much effort and work into playing well this week and by the time the week started by like tuesday i was all in i i did believe and I did think that he could and would play well this week just because, you know, the 100-yard wide fairways, the par fives are all reachable. The course in general isn't too long for him. He's saying his, his leg's feeling better. He, he spent so much time, you know, in Scotland in preparation. Obviously not tournament golf, but I just... The yeah. fan in me, I, I always think he has a chance, and a little disappointing, yeah. but it's all right. It's all right. Got a great weekend in store. Yeah, family's in town, so I don't, I don't really have time to to be down about Tiger. <laughs> <laughs> so it's good as a yeah. sports fan, you need to be rescued sometimes by. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, no, that's. I think he had a wonderful time. Uh, you know, right up till the tournament and then it's interesting isn't it that you know as I was telling Andy the first thing I heard yesterday when I tuned in to live from the open um, was uh, a British guy apologizing for the old course how easy it was playing and how desperately they were going to have to figure out something you know to to make it hard for him but I don't uh, so in any case some guys can play really well and then other guys, not everybody's playing good. 
right? Not everybody's under par there. Some pretty yeah. good people aren't. So, you know, it's just a, it's a, it's a hard game. Yeah, if the wind if the wind stays down, like they're gonna get really, really low. Yeah, because I think they've, you know, I don't remember, but but just seems everyone just hits driver everywhere. You yeah. know, now they don't. You know, and so and especially a course like this, they've just figured out how to hit driver better. They're not like trying to lay up short of the bunkers. They're going over them. Right. Right. You're right. It's 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 the the conditions are ideal for scoring. And so in that case, I think it's just fine as long as the there's still thrilling shots and, you know, guys just getting it over the hump and being able to negotiate the, you know, the up severe upslopes and these things. And so there's even when they're making flip birdies, there's a lot of artistry in it. I enjoy watching it. I think it's a it's a fun, fun kind of golf. Would you like them to like continue this for just say like like the u.s open should it like go to marion more often even if the score is like 20 under because it's too short or well, do you know what i mean what do you champ, think yeah, this is one of those courses like but like Pre- you know prestwick used to host the open and now it doesn't because they decided it was too short and so like this one now we have like par fours or par threes, you know, basically in a lot of cases. Well, Does you, you know, will it you? become obsolete? Well, um, not so far. As long as the ball is doing interesting things and as long as they're challenged, and I think they are, even when they're throwing up, even when they're by the green, they're, you know, one foot's way taller than the other. They're, they're coming out of fescue. The slope's going away from them. You know, so it's a if they execute that shot to me, that is skillful and and nervy and uh, you know, and I I love that. I think that's the that's the essence of the theater. Whether they're what I don't get much of a kick out of is is when you know the golf green is a dartboard and these guys yeah. are all firing it in two feet. And, uh, you know, you just see three balls gathered, you know, right around the hole. I mean, that's something, but it's not as interesting to me as the, the harder. Yeah, I've actually been, I've been really impressed at some of the guys, the numbers they're at, like Cameron Smith being 13 under at this present time as we're doing the podcast. I mean, the guys that are up there, are like they're two-putting from 80 feet. They're, they're making that happen. They're, they're getting their chips close despite all the slopes. And... The course is playing really firm, which which helps you off the tee. But on the greens, you can't really even spin your wedges right now. So, it's mm. the, the guys with the short game that are that are getting it up and down. It's amazing, and and then yeah, they're able to to have those four or five sort of guaranteed birdies on those on the easier holes. But yeah. but they're they're making it look easy on you know with the guys who are struggling like like Tiger, leaving everything 15 feet short on these putts you know, super frustrating, but yeah, like, and, and also if, if the conditions were harder, the rough, or I mean, uh, the wind isn't that strong, it could be way stronger, it could be raining out there, like we've seen in past opens, so I, I don't necessarily think that particu- particularly St. Andrews should or will go away in the future. Oh, yeah, I mean, it's the best. I, my, I first learned learned about St. Andrews probably like 
I don't know, 20 years ago, my brother and I had a Tiger Woods video game. Pete, did you ever play video games? I didn't. Oh. I didn't. Tell me yeah, about it. Yeah, you should control your own golfer at Tiger Woods, and you go to St. Andrews. That was the easiest course, and you would have this. This was in, like, the peak of Tiger's powers, you know, like 2003 or so. And there would be this mode where if you hit a couple good shots in a row, you would have, like, Tiger vision in, like, your next shot was like guaranteed to go in the hole. So you could like <laughs> you could like save it for a par four and on St. Andrews because you could drive it and you would make it. And there would be this like heartbeat like as the ball's in the air, it's like boom 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 <laughs> and that would roll in. It was pretty pretty cool. Very and cool. That sounds I, great. I was texting my brother about it this morning that like the on the first hole you could you could hit driver and you would do max you could like put a max power and it would perfectly bounce over the burn every time onto the green. <laughs> like it would land short, take a bounce, and you'd have an eagle putt. So I don't know why guys aren't trying that. It's so firm. I mean, you should. I think they should. Yeah. I yeah. mean, if John Daly was in his power, you know, I mean, he would be, he would oblige you. If it's downwind, I think a couple of those guys could do it. Yeah. yeah. Well, Basically. you know, I mean, if they had a little cocktail party after, oh. you know, let's say the third or fourth yeah. round or even around tonight and yeah. just, you know, went for it like that. Uh-huh. Yeah. Everybody. Yeah. Why has, not? Has it's the best. Go. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. Um, I don't, Pete, did you see that Max Homa played North Berwick, um, after his Friday round of the Scottish open? No, where he, he made the cut for the Scottish open and then he went out and played <laughs> for fun. He got a push cart. He's pushing his cart bag around. <laughs> That's my favorite course. Oh my and gosh! He chose to play it. I was, <laughs> well, you know what? I mean, you know why? Because you've been there, and you know what the attraction is. And you know, plenty of people have made the pilgrimage there. Say it's a it's a special place. Mm-hmm. No, I haven't been there. I was the only place I could play around North Berwick was Muirfield. Can you imagine oh. that? Oh, that's too bad. Yeah, and Walter Hagen said. Pfft, Compared to North Berwick, Muirfield is a field. It's just an open field. It's oh, not wow. even interesting. Wow. He liked to stick it to those stuffy people. <laughs> <laughs> um, Pete, any thoughts on the Live Golf Tour before we move on to our well? Uh, no, topics? you know I don't. Uh, I don't profess to you know see the uh, the end game. You know, or 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 what for it? I mean, you know, you've you've hired a, a bunch of uh, guys who now uh, become are they? You know, uh, what they're having exhibitions against each other, and uh, and they're all like guaranteed a, a thing. I mean, so far the people that are playing over there, it's to me as interesting as uh, USFL football. I mean, I just don't, I don't care a lick for it. It's okay. The same thing happened in tennis when I was a younger person. Uh, uh, Jimmy uh, Connors uh, wasn't playing on the regular tour. He was playing on a Maverick tour. So when finally Jimmy Connors was allowed to play, because those guys, I think, were barred from playing in major championships. Mm. Uh, from not being on the USLT or whatever, whatever sure. it was, and um, and so when they when they would meet up, 
you know, in an open championship in Wimbledon or something like that. There was a mystery to it. Uh, and so it was, uh, you know, that's the best you can hope for. Right now, they've, they've set this tour up with uh, has-beens for the most part. The guys, even like DJ, who's, you know, doing really well. But, I mean, he's like, by uh, the new uh, metrics, isn't he oh, past his prime? He's past his two-year window. He's, he's a goner, right? He's not well, really. I don't want to say a goner. He's in, like, second place in the Open yeah, right now. I know. But. Well, he's proving <laughs> me wrong. <laughs> <laughs> and he's proving, you know, people wrong that, you know, that uh, or the experts that say, you know, you've just got two years. That's it. Yeah. Can't be a factor after that. Yeah, I mean, we'll see. Zach, you want to share anything? But, you know, we're going to keep us moving. You can, if anyone wants oh, yeah. to really talk about live tour, no, I'll keep, they I'll can keep it talk brief. somewhere else. Keep it brief. Uh, I, I don't love it, you know. Um, as a fan, I, I don't care for it because I feel like you're just taking away players from the PGA Tour, which, you know, I've grown my whole life to, to love and to be into. So to me, it, it takes away a little bit from that, from the fields and that and in those events. And then um, also just don't feel like the players that, that are going over there are, are earning it. Uh, I understand why some are, are doing it. Some of the older players, some of the you know players who aren't as established and, and would never in their wildest dreams be able to make that amount of money on the PGA Tour. But for the stars who are in their prime that chose to go. I I, I think it's a bad look, but I mean Do you I'm guys not, do you at least yeah, think the on. idea of it is good? Like like the fifty let's just say if there's a different world where somehow maybe you had to qualify to to get into it, but of like having the fifty best players play a ten event series. Like is that better than the current PGA tour which has like fifty two events? And most people don't even play in every, you know, in every event. I I would rather th them have yeah changed the PGA Tour. I don't think the PGA Tour is perfect, but have have you know focused on making the PGA Tour better. Maybe somehow doing that, like what you're saying, or getting closer to that, and eventually getting all the way to that point. I mean, uh, yeah, it's an interesting question. I guess. Um, you, you know, just you turn on the Travelers Championship and you don't know if John Rahm is playing or if Spieth is playing. Yeah. You know what that would be if that was another sport and it's like we're gonna we're gonna have an NFL game and Tom Brady is might be there and he might not or do you know what you know yeah. what I mean? Like it's yeah. it's strange how they kinda do it with how so you, they need another level of tour, is what you're saying. Well, I'm just wondering if the idea has has merit, because that's how it is in other sports. You know, in yeah. in the in the NBA, the top players, you know, all play in the biggest, you know, the, relatively the same amount of games and are all in the same league. If there was if there was somehow in the NBA that had 120 teams and it was like some random night was going to be the Rhode Island. Blue Jays versus the New Mexico Snakes. Mm -hmm. And you're like, why are these people even in the league? Yeah. But that's what it is sometimes when we have, like, Tom Hoagie, you know, winning events. 
Yes, no, that's really true. I mean, I, I, I think that there are too many events. I mean, I'm not interested. Uh, I don't know what, what to say about it exactly. Am I interested in seeing golf as I pass by on, on the weekends or on Thursday and Friday being played somewhere? I can't say that I'm not. And, you know, I don't enjoy seeing it and seeing familiar venues. But I don't, I don't watch, uh, you know, ardently every single yeah. week. There are, there are events on tour that I don't pay much attention to. And, and they do, the tour does have that at FedEx Cup, which presumably yeah. gets down, you know, and has yeah. some element of what you're talking about. But do you pay attention to that? Do you know who lot. won last year? No. Yeah. <laughs> so if you, of all people, like, aren't even interested in it, then, like, who else Yeah. Who else would be? Well, you know, I think, but I think there is. I think there's a large segment of the Are you interested in it, Zach? I'm pretty interested. It, Do most, you know who won the FedEx the, Cup last year? Mostly the bigger events. Do you know? Uh, Do you know? I, I don't remember. I don't either. Okay. <laughs> all right. None of us <laughs> I remember. remember. I think that says, that says a lot. All right. Well, it may have been, good. it may have been Patrick Cantley, yeah. Uh, I'm not sure. I yeah, might have. Been, I can't remember either. Okay. Yeah. Well, but, but to to go <laughs> to go off your point, um, I could be, I I could not be less interested in in watching one of these live events. Yeah. Not I'm as sure. not as like someone who has a grudge against them, but just generally have no interest in watching a 54 hole shotgun event. That, the shock, why do they keep really? criticizing the shotgun because event? It, I think that's great. The, the event itself, it, it just, to me, it, it doesn't mean anything. I'm not going to spend my time watching this meaningless event. Yeah, but if it did. It doesn't did, have any No, any I know, but if, 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 if the yeah. Genesis Invitational changed and like we're going 54 holes this year and we're going to do a shotgun start, people would be like, well, that's pretty cool. Like... Right now, yeah, maybe. like the, if everyone were to finish within five hours of the day, like that's kind of an interesting concept. Whereas right now, there's you know the whole day lasts. It could be eleven I, hours. No one's watching for eleven hours. It just doesn't seem like a legitimate event. Well, I know, I know it doesn't. I'm just saying that the ideas behind it are not, yeah, terrible. Yeah, because you're uh, because you're you're. A general dislike for the whole thing that that this one element uh you know you we would tend to trash it because we're trashing every everything yeah. that has to do with it but you're right i mean a shotgun event would be would be interesting from uh but you know uh you know eventually you know early on uh when TV came into play, they changed the PGA from a match play format to a stroke play because they thought it would be better for television. Yeah. Uh, and it just didn't turn out, you know, to be that way as television. Now, you know, match play would be a a wonderful yeah. change a of major, pace to a major. Yeah, yeah to sure. a major. Absolutely. The PGA should should have taken that back on, but, uh, but so far it hasn't. Um, but no, I agree. I mean, just an exhibition, even if it was Tiger and Phil playing every week, I mean, no. they're not always going to play good. Yeah, the first one was interesting, but then they kept doing those, and yeah, it's I don't like know. Eh, you know, you need. I think more the than last that. one was full of quarterbacks. Am I? Is that true? Yeah, the match right. it was. Match, it right. wasn't even golfers. Yeah, Josh Allen, Mahomes, Rogers, and someone else. Yeah. Wow. See, you have to make it dancing with the stars, uh, you know, yeah. to oh, make Brady. that interesting. Brady, Brady. Brady was there, yeah. sure. Yeah, of course. Absolutely. All right. I mean, 
you know, so. So, so much for live. Are Pete, usually in these summer check-ins, we talk about either like something that's like on your mind golf-wise or like rounds, memorable rounds you've been playing. I think those are going to be our two categories. Um, I saw you have you had a handful of notes on your desk. I know you're always thinking of things. What's What's, what's the latest? On? Yeah, what's the latest thing? Well, I think it's you know it's my practice. It's the way that I've I've uh, started to practice. And uh, you know, you asked me uh, some time back a year or so ago. You know, what were my five lessons? And so, ah, and the yeah. first my first lesson was, you are the athlete. And 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 so to what that means to me is to make yourself a better athlete is is a way to make yourself a better golfer. And so so at my age, you know, and having experienced physical decline, the idea of, uh, you know, purposefully regaining ground in athleticism is uh, very exciting to me. And I think that I've, you know, it's lifted me from, a, from a, an attitude of resignation about aging to uh, one of uh, really optimism and excitement for the opportunity to uh, make myself better every single day because I found a way to do it that is something that you can just do while you're, you know, standing up in a room. You don't need to go anywhere to do it. It's just a form of yoga, and I find that, you know, it's my posture is improving, my strength is improving, in my practice now with golf, I've taken melee to uh, <laughs> to a terrific place. It's like a retrogression to uh, an earlier time, you know, when uh, you'd just be firing firing balls, right? This could be like throwing dirt balls as a kid, or you know, just playing street hockey, or uh, you know, or stuff. And I'm learning, you know, my natural athleticism again. You know, if this was, if I gripped the club, honestly, I know it, it, it shouldn't sound silly because I've been saying it for a long time, but with my hands split as if it was just a hockey stick. And I've been experimenting with, sometimes I just line balls up and I walk down as if I was playing tennis against somebody. And so I intentionally hit shots where I'm slightly out of position or off balance. And what I find is happening is uh, my hands are, and my body are getting smarter. Uh, and so, so the, the ability to manipulate the club as if it was you know, just a part of you, an extension of you, that's been missing for me. I've been, I've been trying to come at golf as uh, uh, taking from my left side as a teacher who understands about form because that's where I was taught. And so I've been trying to achieve this form uh, and, uh, and now I've ditched that for function. <laughs> and that's way more fun. And I'm, <laughs> I'm running towards practice now. But my practice, you see, my practice is, is uh, somewhat doomed because uh, I like being in this enclosed cube, and I like mm -hmm. having a corner where a ball can 
roll up and roll back to me. That's kind of fundamental to the way I, you know, approach things. Because as a kid athlete, I would spend a lot of time throwing against a wall and uh, as a baseball player and even as a tennis player. And uh, so it's a, so I actually like uh, enclosures as a place to work on my athleticism. I mean, if you can imagine me flailing away on a driving range, people would think I was crazy. <laughs> but I'm having a I lot of fun. That. I'm getting yeah. stronger. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm just thinking of how, you know, how could people take what you've learned or, you know, if they don't have a, you know, 8,000 square foot net. <laughs> you know, that they can have to themselves. That's what I'm day. working on, Andy. I'm, okay. wor- I'm working on it. I'm, I'm, I can't, I mean, you, uh, uh, I had almost, I had said to myself, I really can't speak about this to anybody <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> because I don't know enough uh, about it yet. I feel yeah. like I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm learning. Mm-hmm. But I find that, uh, you know, by the day, you know, I can feel myself getting better. Did you... Did you stumble and did you develop this practice out of um, maybe boredom of like just wanting to do something new or by realizing that your focus on form wasn't as maybe effective as you hoped? Yes, I was um, I was uh, frustrated by my lack of athleticism, by the fact that I could miss the ball so badly, you know, in swinging at it, and that I didn't ever feel like I was very powerful. So I I just felt like I didn't have any access to improve those things. I felt, I thought, you know, and it was discouraging uh, because I've uh, I've enjoyed, you know, being an, an athlete, being capable of doing things, but not being able to bend over to pull the ball out of the cup because you're left leg is too sore to do that and you know when that started happening uh, that pain started discouraging me in a in a very you know in a way that I hadn't really appreciated until I started to come out of it but it was really depressing you know in terms of like well that's just it I'm just going to be a a feeble old hacker for the rest of my life and and can't ever experience the the enjoyment of you know, putting thrust into a, a ball or, you know, winging a ball uh, in a clever way, uh, you know. Uh, and and uh, so I, I went to seek that. I wasn't getting it out of the way I was swinging the golf club, uh, you know, before. And I, so I, I had to ditch it. Uh, I had to ditch everything. And I just made it a hockey game and I made it, just about firing the puck or passing the puck and passing it high and passing it low and through that window and that window and just randomizing everything so that uh, so that uh, one of the things that happened was I was starting to get enough reps and starting to feel free to experiment on every single WAP that uh, I actually started to gain more versatility in my way to deliver the club face into the ball with different sort of wrist actions and forearm actions and body turns and squats and jumps and punches and stuff like that. I just was 
felt totally free to, tr to try anything. And uh, as a result, every, you know, I'd go through the practice and they'd be this, these short bursts and then I'd lean the club back against the wall and I'd go do something else and then come back to that. Now, how could anybody benefit from that that doesn't have the setup that I've got? Uh, we'd have to, over in, in, in Ireland, uh, they build a lot of these outdoor um, concrete handball courts. Ah, okay. So that's, that's so the best build, I can so say to you right now. <laughs> <laughs> But when I started watching, you know, the Irish hurling uh, instructional films, I noticed that there was always a wall. These guys were always batting the ball against the wall. And then, you know, on the hop, they'd bat it with their sticks again, or they'd catch it with their stick and then throw it up and bat it. And so there was always that. So, yes, boys, I'm afraid what I'm suggesting is we need space for melee is there, I, I mean, there has to be a version, a way that we can bring some of these concepts to a driving range or to like, you have, a golf course. You need a partner. If you had a okay. partner, you could you could always do it. I mean, it's okay, it's so a partner go faster. Game. So do you think there's something to it of like, like moving and hitting? Yeah, moving and hitting to somebody in particular to, somebody, to something with like a goal in mind. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. And if and if you've got a friend that's going to hit it back to you, yeah. it's just a catch game. Mm -hmm. You know, which is, I don't know. Did you guys ever play catch? Oh sure, yeah, definitely. Hey, Dad, Zach how about like a, a catch? Renowned like wiffle ball player. He like goes went to tournaments. Yeah, so true? you know That's about true. it. Yeah, it's very true. Yeah, I mean, oh. you know how? Who doesn't love playing catch? Who doesn't love playing catch? Yeah. I mean, honestly, we've lost it. I mean, there used to be shag boys, and then they're got to be driving ranges and the shag boys went away and the guy in the picker replaced well, him became yeah. the target yeah became yeah. the target so now we do need softer balls okay and i don't see you know i used to uh, sort of debate this with my associates in earlier days oh no we shouldn't know it should always be a golf ball well why you know why I mean, if the idea is optimal experience, and that is setting the challenge to be appropriate to the, to the level of skill, well, why wouldn't it be a tennis ball or a foam ball? Because it's just whapping it, right? I mean, the same action that you'd use with your hands split is actually an action that you'd use with your hands together, only there'd be more whip. My... Whenever I try, well, not whenever. There's certain students that are open. Maybe it's like you can't do it with everyone because there's certain students who are open to things like that. And then there's other ones where if you like ask them to hit a tennis ball, they like think it's childish. They check they, out. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, it, yes. I think it would be unless you said, you know, Zach, go long and let's see if Charlie can hit it to you. Mm -hmm, sure. Well, the kid, I think a kid would fall under the category of, like, you can get them to do it because you can make it into a game. Now, if I have a 30-year-old, oh, you know, member at their country club who's coming in from watching all their YouTube videos. No, no, you know? no, 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 <laughs> no, Andy, you're right. You're absolutely right. They're, they're in, 
that's yes, you're absolutely right. This is a kid's game. Yeah. That I'm describing. This isn't for adults because they're spoiled. They're gone. They're goners. Who's going to who's going to retrogress back to being a child? Well, they might if this is the, the thing they care most about is playing better golf. And so if they could see that it would help them. But yeah. but that's a hard but I don't know if we've gotten to that point yet. Well, no. I mean, uh, you know, we'd have to make the game cool enough. Yeah. It would have to look a little bit like high lie, I think. You know, where you were like firing, Don't they have with helmets diving, in that? Yeah. diving stops at <laughs> at a at a net that was up on the wall or something that you could ricochet the ball off of and it would go into. I mean, it would have to be, um, you know, it would have to be some form of like hurling or high lie in, in, in which spectacular athletic moves or or just amazing rebound shots things that went boink 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 then they might do it yeah yeah then they might do it so that's what's ahead for us Andy I mean it's not uh, it could be uh, uh, you know uh, holy moly but um but it it doesn't have to be i i just i do think though that that to make things uh to randomize things enough and to make the stick something that's more functionally a part of you uh i think it it does have to it does start with with a kind of a hockey game and uh yeah because i like the idea of like what you're saying of like hitting the ball against the wall where like if you're playing if anyone's playing tennis even if you're not very good like you can just hit it to the left you can hit it to the right you can hit it up you can hit it down and you just do it easily but in golf we we don't do that because we just think about our you know our arm position and wrist and, angles yeah and hitting off of a platform yeah. you know i mean if, if you if you uh if you constructed a range that was, you know, made of moguls. Okay. Well, then now you've got something. I mean, because now, you know, I remember taking a picture of some, some kids, Charlie and Ryder and stuff, and they were standing on that old, remember the, in, in uh, Augusta, the oh, yeah. old bunker. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. And the high mm-hmm. thing, and I had those boys as in one of the stations one day, see if they could swing and finish in, finish you know in balance gripping the hill, Off and the hill. Uh, yeah. and it, I, as soon as I saw them do it, I thought, oh my God, would that be fun, you know, if they had to you know hit off a downhill lie, stick their butt out, and keep their balance and be able to whap it over mm-hmm. here or over there. You know, the it speaks, that kind of golf speaks to the fast track, though, that we're, we're seeing right now. You know, if you were whapping those balls, and even if you weren't getting them airborne, if they were, like, going along uh, a mogul-y field like the Himalayas at St. Andrews, <laughs> who wouldn't love that? Mm-hmm. I mean, you wouldn't necessarily have to hit a great golf shot from the standpoint of like, oh, you got it off the ground, you got it solid, you got it up in the air. 
you just got the ball rolling, you know, and, and, uh, and I think as long as you could do that and there was a, you could see it rambling out there, like the fun we had at Mammoth up oh, in Sand yeah. Valley. I mean, who doesn't like watching a ball sweep 50 yards from right to left and curl around and, and yeah. go somewhere? Sure. I mean, I think that's... So, so our driving ranges are going to have to be uneven lie affairs mm. and uh, that have that, certainly have that option. And the field is going to have to be fast and fun. I like it. I think, I think that could be possibly even a selling point for adults if you had uneven lies on the range. Because that's something that I've I've heard a lot is um, people come in for lessons because they struggle on the course, like with their iron game or something. Had a guy recently want to do lessons specifically because he was hitting his irons really well on simulators and and on the range off off of mats. But once he gets on the course, the different lies he gets are hitting it out of the rough way way harder. So like that could be a way to to buy people to get people on board with that they're going to be experiencing uneven lies and then once they're on board with that you can kind of do these these uh fun things that you're talking about they might be more willing to give it a go yeah I, yeah i think there's yes i think that's right i like your take on it i mean i think that you know that's up to us how can we make it more appealing and andy you know rightly uh reminds me that there's a, a way that people are that's the current culture and uh, when there are expectations and that in your you're absolutely right I mean you you know and so if you're going to you know I like you look at looking on like on Instagram or on the internet and some of like the main te- you know like top whatever top 10 teacher he's like making this post how he's like i've i've developed i I believe in a position driven golf swing i've developed the 13 positions of the swing and i you know and you need to match these like that's how that's how it goes but like that can't be it come on no but it's never changed i mean because listen i mean people are uh you know fishing right no absolutely yeah they're just trying to hook somebody you know, and they they know that they can hook them with with this bait because it's proven. Because marketing people have proven it. Somebody gave me a greeting card one time that had an old box trap. You know, where you have a wooden box and you got a stick propping it up and a and a rope underneath mm-hmm. it, and yeah. there was a six pack of beer underneath it, and then the the caption was men. They're such simple <laughs> creatures. <laughs> So, so this is like that. We're golf, being this played. is a golf version of the same thing. We're being yeah. played, yeah. I think it might even go back to to like school, like for people how mm. like if you tell them twelve specific things or thirteen specific things that they're supposed to do, like a checklist, then it's just like completing the assignment and get it done and, and they're like, Oh, if I do these things, I'll be great or I'll be really yeah. good. That's true. And like math, you got to remember the formulas and the rules yeah, and, and the I, steps. Exactly. And, and if I if I simply do that, if I simply put in the time and and do these things, then I'll get a good grade or or I'll have a good golf swing, and be able to do it. But 
there's hundreds of swings on tour that are different. And but I, I do see how it can be intimidating or cause anxiety when there aren't specific things you're being told to do where it's it's not as black and white. It's it's yeah. more like you gotta just listen to me, just trust me as as your coach. You know, you have your own unique swing. This is what I feel like we need to be doing for you. And it's not YouTube stuff or your club needs to be right here. This is where your club needs to be an impact. This is what your uh, you know, dynamic loft needs to be all that stuff. It's just sure. You know, let's get your game better. Let's get your unique game better and there's many ways to do it. Yeah. So the best, I mean the best players talk about like when they when they're playing their best, they they don't have like tons of swing thoughts in their mind. But then we have players who aren't aren't that good who want to get better. And maybe the most obvious way to help them get better is to give them new ideas about how to swing. Um, but that tends to just like crowd people's minds. And so I, that's, I guess that's where it's the things I am constantly searching of course, for of, of like, sure. what's the best way to do this? Well, I think if you teach, if you help t- people to learn fundamental motions, that you're helping them a lot. Sure. You yeah. know, and and so those fundamental motions, you know, um, it could uh, be like how the hands are, you know, striking the ball or things like that. Yeah. Yeah. Coming coming through in a certain way. I think you know if you if you, I think if you put your hands, for instance, split your hands on a shaft, mm-hmm. and you kind of dance with the shaft, like you're going to bring it down and through and up and over your your head. You know, like like you would if you were in a um, what do they call the the girls that that uh, carry the flags at the halftime marching band show. But, but yeah, I mean, they have a name. I just thought. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I, I don't know. Uh, uh, you know, the but flag bearers. <laughs> I looked at. I, I've, I've oh, it's a it thing. It's a more yeah, it's a thing. Okay. okay. Oh yeah. No, no. Oh, I mean, yeah. they come out and and they. They coordinate together and yeah. they make a motion that uh, that I would use in training. Yeah. I'd get these flags out and and I'd say, hey, let's let's make this thing stream this way from here spiraling down and then back up over the shoulder and then we'll you know we'll make that motion and when your hands are are split and the shaft is angled on a diagonal and you kind of turn and pull this thing down you know as a thrower you know you're you're making a move that will teach you you know and and it will be driven by a vivid sense of air streaming along this flag through space and is and, and if you could do that like powerfully and hear the ripple of this flag through the wind. I mean, I was watching these things on on YouTube the other day. Cause and look them up. I invite you to look them up, uh, and and uh, see what you think. Cause I think that that's an invitation to a fundamental move in the game. Um, and uh, wait, the flag. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> What's yeah. the fundamental? The flag at an angle, swishing through, rippling, spiraling through spiraling the air. Through. Okay. Yeah. 
and and streaming out behind it. I mean, you'd have sure. you know, it's a visual thing that you have to see. But when you see that these girls can be trained to do that, oh, sure. And that <laughs> seems like a complicated motion. Is what you're saying that like they could learn? Well, yeah. it's better than it's better than what most people end up with, Andy. Yeah. I mean, which is when they stand with their arms joined at the center of their body mm-hmm. and they lift the club over their right shoulder and and swing it with their arms through over their left shoulder and their body doesn't move at all with that, they, they need to develop athleticism. And what does that mean? Well, it means that you could deliver... Uh, a sweeping motion with your arms that your body would lead. Oh, sure. I mean, you get that, you know, or I at least I was going for that with the idea of, of having those jousting poles, you know, be connected to your side and so that your your hip turn and your stride and your turn through it would assist, you know, naturally assist your arms in that motion. Well, um, anyway... Look this up. We'll come back in a few weeks. You tell me what you think of these, okay. and you can tell me what the what the proper name for it is. It's because they're something. They're not color guard, but they're yeah. That's like military. I think it's like yeah. Because these aren't military people. This isn't like no. These are these are. See that flag that's that's on that wall. I tried to do that one. That's a silk flag that i had custom made that fits <laughs> that you can put a golf club through it oh my god and i thought you know won't this be wonderful we could train this would be like the ribbon sure. the red ribbon only only a more substantial thing yeah. like a like a matador's cape uh-huh. and you've seen them you know twirl yeah. those capes sure. i mean that's mesmerizing yeah you don't think if we had 30 matadors out there making these sweeping motions with red capes that we get some attention in the neighborhoods. They're pretty wow, cool. What the hell? Is <laughs> <laughs> so it didn't work or it did work? No, I didn't have a good way to fasten it uh, oh, okay. to the shaft. And so it was a, um, uh, it was, and, and that's part, part of it is, you know, my, the quirks of my nature, which is like, uh, I'm sort of a quick start person in terms of getting things but if they don't work sometimes the way i thought i i set them down okay so that this is resurrect i resurrected this intentionally to say peter don't forget about this so now i've enlisted you in my love it yeah and i want you to study those youtubes and find the best one and right Let's let's finish the pod by sharing the state of our golf games. Um, Zach, would you go first? Sure. Um, it's gonna be, it's gonna be rounds you've played. It's gonna be things you're working on. Things you're. Uh, any questions you have for the group, etc. <laughs> sure. So, um, my last round that I played was probably my my most satisfying round of the year because uh, I, was, I was out at Shepherd's Crook. And I was struggling through six holes. I was I was five over through six. But besides the score, I was just hitting everything to the right. I was blocking every shot, putting myself in, in tough situations and had been playing well going into this round. So I was I was surprised and you know, uh needed to get it back on track quickly because I was starting to 
to not not enjoy it much out there. But I I switched my grip up uh, because I couldn't see any knuckles on my left hand, so I, I went to a neutral grip and just trusted that and took a swing, and all of a sudden I hit it right where I was aiming, and then that gave me confidence, and I just kept it going and was able to to uh, shoot four over for the round. Um, was bogey free the rest of the way, so that was that was really good. But th what's what's um, going on in my game is is still working on my irons. It's gotten a lot better. I'm really really proud of it. The way I'm striking it, uh, you know, may not always hit the green, you know, obviously, but like to strike it well just gives me confidence to keep going. I feel like I'm playing well as long as I'm striking it well, and then I just go through my round and it, it's it's been pretty good. I've I've really lowered my the high end of my rounds. So you know I used to like last year I used to be able to, to shoot an eighty five or eighty six. Now it doesn't feel like I can shoot any worse than seventy nine. But ha haven't had that breakthrough through round yet. One of my goals going into the year was to have an un under par eighteen hole round and haven't done that. I've had I've had some times where I've been you know, even through 10, one under through 10, stuff like that. But always gets in my head every time. <laughs> gets in my head. Like, what gets I've in talked, your head? What do you mean? Uh, I've talked with Pete about this recently, and yeah. I think you too even, Andy. Just I all of a sudden, for some reason, when I'm in those situations, if I'm even through 10 or like one under, yeah. I tell me, I'm just like, okay, keep it going. Don't mess up. Like, oh, and okay. then and then I do. It's yeah. why would I do that? I know I shouldn't do that. And mm -hmm. as soon as the thought comes, I'm like, this is ridiculous. This is so stupid. Yeah, what are you doing? And then, but I can't help it, and I and I do it again and again. Oh. It's so annoying. It's so you know, dumb. Don't give the thought. Uh, my recommendation is don't give the thought uh, more power than it already. You know, has. I mean, a lot of times, uh, you know, we think that just because we have the thought that we that we're gonna live into it, and and I think that that we do for a while. Like, if you think you're gonna fall off the high wire, you know, you do until you, you know, one day, you know, take a breath before you lose it, and uh, you know, you regain yourself. And I think that's just the way it happens. You know, it's we all are afraid that we're gonna fall off that high wire and uh just acknowledge it's not going to go away just because it shows up doesn't mean it's going to happen but i i you'll it. you'll yeah. it may be years from now before you <laughs> <laughs> do you think does the round just start meaning too much or like more than it should no or, or something no 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 you just have to learn to keep walking until the end you know yeah. that's all does it mean too much you entertain thoughts of of failure, you know, of not having what you have, not right? finishing it out. Yeah, no, no, yeah, not having the guts to do it, not having the grit, not being a winner, not blah 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 blah. Whatever, whatever might <laughs> show up. Those are some of the things that have shown up for me. Okay. Mm, you're, when, so you, what shows up for you is that like you don't, you feel you can't do it. In so it sounds past. like Zach is almost like overwhelmed. It sounds like you get like. I get overwhelmed little, by the moment of like I think I'm I, one under par through ten. I like, think I do. Yeah, I really think I do. Yeah, and then it's I so don't it's know not why necessarily afraid. Afraid, but what it, 
his almost sounds slightly different than yours, Pete. Do you, do you see what I mean? There's like well, a you there. know, I think that uh, I think it's a ma- yeah, it's right. There's a there's a uh, you're all. I mean, it's all, uh, always you might say you're overstimulated by something, uh, and it could sure. be that you're just ahead of yourself accepting the check, you know, in hmm. the, the winner's circle, or you know, you've conjured up some, you've scared up some ghosts. Yeah, I mean, we're, did uh, have you ever come through in the big moment? Uh, I think I have at times. Yeah, you know, particular shots, not not rounds like I've like I've said, but yeah, there's been times where I've needed to hit a big shot, and I've pulled through. In uh, other sports too. In other sports, yeah, baseball. Um, and yeah, in, in golf, just when we like play matches out there, you know, on the public courses, I get super into it, and I've hit shots under pressure there where I do feel some real pressure because I'm into it, and it's a close match, and I want to win, and it's fun to compete. And you've done it. And I've done it, but for individual rounds or, or putting an entire round together, keeping the pace I'm at when I'm in these situations that I've you know, not normally in, for some reason, I get in my head, I really, really think it's mental. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. but I, I think that the, the successes that you've had in the past are, you know, are, your, are assets that you should draw on because those have been big moments, you know. And so I think that things like thinking about continuing, I don't think you – I don't think you – thinking about continuing in the sense of like, can I continue at this pace? It's just, you know, can you put yourself in the best position to succeed on every shot? And things are going to fall the way they fall, you know? So Mm -hmm. all you can do is find your best place to get to. And I think remembering your successes is is a help. Do you think some of it is just like you have to go through it a bunch and it just takes time? Like you can't even... It's not like you can like mind trick yourself to get somewhere else. Because uh, I don't know, Zach, you didn't like have last year you didn't play like. I feel like last year when you if you broke 80, it was like a good round for you. Is that right? Am I remembering that right? Yeah, I'd feel, I would feel really satisfied with those like rounds. You broke 80. And so now yeah. like breaking 80 is normal for you. And so like this position of like being 100 through 10 you're just like haven't done that as much true yeah because i've just i but i've had this is definitely the best golf i've ever played because i um i've just had these rounds where like for you know a big stretch of holes not haven't missed a single shot and i'm you know striking it the best i've ever like striked it before and and uh but it just yeah it goes away i don't i don't know uh don't know why yeah, but I think you're right, Andy. I do think it's something that you have to go through, uh, you know, a number of times in order to just to be comfortable, like being there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a new, yeah, it's a new spot. Um, yeah, and realize that you know there might have been a, a moment where you could have done something a little better, which may have upped the odds of you doing doing it well next sure. time. And I think you, you start to put together. 
little strengths, you know, one might call it, oh, you picked up a quarter of a stroke here because you thought to do this in this situation, sure. you know, and uh, it's that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. Pretty soon they add up to real strokes. <laughs> How about your game? It's in a good spot, Pete. Maybe the best it's ever been in my life. Does that worry you? No. Good. <laughs> Feels good. good. I, my last four rounds were 80, 80. Oh, no, this will be the last five rounds. 80, 80, 68, 73, 74. Mm. That's good for me. Those last three, mm, especially. Mm, mm. Oh, I should say. I, we played, I played Cog Hill, which that's, that's a hard. That was one of the 80s. It was a hard course. That. that was. Did you ever play well, there? Yeah, once. It was like one over. I was one over on the front, and then like just like I, just like started hitting it left and couldn't figure out why. Like I was on the last par three. It was like one, you know, one two hundred or whatever. And I, mm -hmm. like over, literally over the ball. I could, you know, people you can like visualize like, you know, you know, like the Chivas irons. Like you can visualize the ball going into the hole. Like I could visualize and feel the ball going, going fifty yards left <laughs> of the hole. And I'm just thinking in my head, like this is going way left. But I, I was like, well, I gotta, I gotta hit it. And I did. It went way left, exactly where I thought it would go. <laughs> I couldn't. I didn't feel comfortable aiming way right. Um, so that's you know, it was in a dark. Was not not in a great place that day um but that day there. was there it was well, so this is what happened and uh, maybe i don't know if this would be called an excuse but here's a story i was hitting it hitting the ball really good i was hitting three wood off the tee every time i was like hitting it far like f as far as my group far sometimes out driving my playing partners like drivers with my three wood like hitting good shots finished hole nine made made a nice par um one over, so one over through That's nine. That's terrific. Yeah, it was good. It was a good. That's it was a really, really good, good nine holes. Then I run in. I like run in to fill up my water. I need to get water. They don't have water on the course. There's no beverage cart. Run back out. I'm like the last one in my group. I just grab my club and hit. And I hit it. I pull it left into the trees. Not not gone. It, it shouldn't or it shouldn't have been gone. But can never find it. No. Oh. So it's my it's my least favorite thing about golf is. Yeah. losing a ball yeah. that you haven't lost cuz i'm not i'm not going to walk back to the tee no no way yeah but then also if i just drop like what is that? that exactly well there ought to be something for it i think they're i think they made a new rule where you can like drop in the fairway and hit four from there but that just sounds i don't know i haven't come around to that yet i know it well um, so so then what then did, that was the end that was kind of the i was just like you know, I just dropped one where I thought it was and hit it, you know, yeah. made a fake par. You know, I gave myself a five. Yeah. And then the next one, I just like went way right, lost that ball. Oh, for Christ. And then yeah. it just like, I don't know, it's just like something in my head. I was just like, you know, it just deflated of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You this were... is dumb. Like I would have rather like topped my drive and made a triple bogey on 10 than lose a ball that I didn't actually lose. No, so I know it. I know it. It, yeah, it, yeah. But then anyway, my swing, you know, obviously by whatever that hole is, missing it way left when I knew it was going to go left, you know, didn't get to the best place no. after that. No. Um, 
And I did some work in my yard, like not yard work, like swing work. Just had to, cause at night is in the dark. We have these big windows so I could like see my swing. And I was like, had to figure out what was going on. And I like felt my seat. Well, so you, you gave me a, I don't know if this was, I've been, I've been text. I sometimes just text Pete my golf questions and he responds very quickly <laughs> and with good, you, you, I don't know if this is in person or over a text where you're like, feel, can you, can I feel like I'm getting my backswing just to a spot that feels good to me where I can do something with it. All right. And so like, I've been just like trying to feel like how to do that. And so I was like focusing on that. Then I also noticed like my hips, my like right leg straightens like way too early and my hips open like way too fast and it throws like all the sequencing off. So mm -hmm. I just like felt literally like my arm, basically like my arms are doing everything and my body's doing nothing, even though my body still is doing a lot. But mm -hmm. that was like a helpful, a helpful thing. And then I also started hitting, decided to start hitting fades with drivers. Um, which I heard, I saw someone on Inst, you know, as we bash Instagram teaching. Um, he said if you if you try to hit draws with irons, it like or with driver, it like throws off your swing because you're trying to hit you're trying to hit up on it so much, and it just like gets you so like under the plane. And so like that was happening to me. Like I sent you that one video, remember? And that was my like iron swing. It's like back and then like arms going through. So. Um, so I just started hitting fades one day with Zach and Steve, and that was my best ball striking day. Yeah, that you hit a, it so good um, that day. It's just the tightest fade. Yeah, and so I've been even able to, like, aim towards out of bounds. Not towards up, but you know what I mean. Normally I'm afraid to do that and, like, trust yeah. that it would come back. Beard the lion. Yeah. That's And awesome. so then the round that I shot, 68, that was my best round ever. Normally when I shoot under par, which has happened, I don't know. Maybe 10 times in my life, but not frequently. I didn't shoot under par last year and haven't shot under par this year. So um, it's not like I'm like Pete Leinenweber who just always shoots under par. So, but, but still, I'm, I'm just explaining where I'm coming from. Yeah, you know, you're I know playing this can your be a, game. Yeah, exactly. When I've done it in the past, it's been like I'd be like one over through 15 holes and then just birdie like 16, 17, 18. So like that was like the first couple where it like just like jumps at you and you don't even have time to be nervous, right? Because it's like, oh, that was like kind of like a surprise. And there's one time like time I at Mammoth Dunes I shot under par where I was just like it's like making like fifty foot putts and like making eagles and it was just like kind of like a crazy day that just isn't something that happens you know, not like a normal round of golf. Like it was great and a great experience, but not something that I could ever like count on. Well, maybe that's why it doesn't happen again because I don't expect it to. Um, but this one, I it was at Sunset Valley and I birdied seven and eight, which I I do that a lot, like birdie those two holes. I just feel like they're easy. Um, and so I was two under at that point. And normally, I guess most recently when I get to play the success two under, I'm like, okay, two under, like let's focus, let's breathe, let's like keep it going. And then I'll like get to, I'll finish at... I'll finish at like one under or even and I'll be happy with the round, but it's like, okay, we try to hold on to the, like, you know, tight rope act. But this time for whatever reason, I was like, I like felt maybe cause I felt confident in my driver. I was like, no, like we're just going to like keep going, you know, like it wasn't like we can even make more birdies today. It doesn't have to be something that we like hold on to. And so that's what happened. It was fun. Um, it's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think so. That's yeah. It was just like fun. It was fun to play golf in that way of feeling like I could. Like I was like trying to make a birdie. Yeah. On like on every hole, and I felt like I could, and I was giving myself chances to it, and so. That was like a different, almost like a different mindset yeah. that I hadn't had before. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, that's a that's a blessing, isn't yeah. it? It's like a gift that you give to yourself, you know, by uh, by that because now you have it. You know, it's part of your personal assets. You know that you you'll be able to call on. I think it's very important to me to be able to play rounds that aren't perfect. You know, like. You're talking about playing, you know, and just hitting the ball better than you know how to hit it. You know, that's yep. the, that's the and that's a that's a scary place to be, because then you feel that the slightest this is what would happen to me, the slightest misstep would throw a pebble into the pool of tranquility. All of a sudden, I would feel not hmm. worthy, like oh, the perfect round just became imperfect. And yeah, and and of course it became imperfect. You know, I was waiting for this yeah. to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I mean, but but like Andy's experience is definitely out there for you. You know, in the future. Sure. Inspiring. Oh. Yeah, it really is, Andy. Very good. Yeah, cool. really good. How about you, Pete? Have you been playing anywhere? Uh, you know, Andy, I think I I've. Um, um, the last, I mean, I've been playing, and I've been playing lefty, and lefty is getting better as an athlete. He's still sort of a hacker, uh, but I don't mind that so much. Um, I played a right-handed round uh, a few weeks back, and I played up at Lasonia, and uh, it might have been one of the best rounds I've played in my life, um, you know, given the fact that I, I don't hit the ball as far as I used to, but I still can hit the ball good. You know, mm-hmm. and, and I hit the ball good a lot. Good. And um, and I uh, and I managed myself in a way that was uh, that was very strong. You know, I, I've been having some issues pitching the ball around the green. I used to think of myself as being a terrific short game player, and the fact is, not recently. Uh, and so. Um, so I managed those pitches to give my every one of my pitches to give me a chance. They weren't always, you know, right next to the hole, but they were always someplace where I had a chance. I didn't stub any, and I didn't skull any, and I didn't, and I played out of a lot of difficult lies, and I, uh, and uh, and as a whole, the round was. Um, as I said, I think was filled with with uh, more high moments in it where I hit the ball absolutely and made as good a play as I could make. Uh, and I think, you know, good Lord, I've been searching for this my, all my golfing life wow. is to be able to, you know, strike the ball, you know, like this, to be able to manage myself like this. And so, you know, if that's the last round of golf I ever get to play, uh, believe me, it's it's it may be the last round of golf I ever think about. <laughs> wow! <laughs> oh, geez. Did you did you <laughs> did you keep score? Yeah, I shot. Uh, what I shot was uh, a seventy-seven uh, wow. on a left golf hand? course. That's left, wait, was this the lefty day or righty day? This was a righty day. Okay. 
Yeah, yeah. And uh, but I, you know, I hit it as a for instance. I mean, I just absolutely scalded the drive off the first tee towards the uh, the phone pole that the yeah. starter tells you about sure. out in the future. And then I got up with a three iron, and I scalded that to three feet up that thing. Oh How gosh. did you do that? And it's like the green is like fifty <laughs> feet in the air. Oh no. Did number you, one. Oh, you went up the right side, because like the left side of it like drops down. You know, yeah. like yeah. Well, no, okay. I was in the fairway. The yeah. pin was all the way in the back of the green. Right. I hit a laser right That's at great. the hole. I knocked it there. I wow. lipped the putt out. I got to the next hole. I uh, lipped a putt out on that hole, oh. and you know, so I ended up with you know in a place where, um, you know, I made bogeys on holes. Uh. There's there's holes out there that I just can't. Like the mm. the sixth hole coming yeah. down that hill, I, I can't. The best I can do is hit the ball over that green, because uh, sure. I, you know, coming down on a downhill lie, everything's coming in too low for me. Mm. So anyway, it just it had enough flaws in it. But then when I stood up on ten on the tenth hole and hit uh, driver into the wind, and it ends up seven feet from the hole. I mean, that was another laser. Oh. And, you know, when you get to 10, for me, 10? that's one of those. You hit driver. Wow. Sorry. The wind's coming I've never hit the green on that ever with any club. Is that that part? Long yeah. Part? Yeah, I hit driver there, too. Yeah. yeah. I it's mean, a it's driver. It's definitely a driver. I'm not questioning <laughs> yeah. your club selection, so I'm questioning. I'm like, wow, that's amazing that you hit oh. that close. Yeah. And, and you know, the, 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 the sensation of turning through the ball and having everything in the body, you know, be yeah. on time with the, sure. with the lag of the golf club and then just to – see the feel the thing oh. come off the club and look at it going right where you're aimed i mean how does that happen mm. so yeah. at any rate it was awesome. um uh now i'm as i'm uh, trying to establish a handicap unfortunately that will be the oh no uh, the yeah, score that serves now. my handicap Disaster. so i'm not uh, i'm not taking any uh games on for the rest of the season <laughs> um do you feel do you think that lipping out uh your birdie putt was at number one was was key to the success because when i shot 68 i bogeyed the first hole so i think not I think, starting out yeah good. yeah you don't want to start out too good i don't think well that's at an least i don't want to do well that. no andy i mean i can remember that as a as a younger man feeling the very same way i i don't have that same feeling anymore huh. i know that uh i t i kind of take a walter hagan uh, approach to it in reverse i mean hagan said i knew i knew you know standing on the first hole that i'm going to hit five to seven bad shots out here today so if it happens to be the first two i don't get too worried about it hmm. well for me anymore is i know i'm going to make bogeys yeah right i mean i just am so if i make a birdie I don't get too excited about it anymore. I used to when I was like Zach's yeah. age. Then I'd, I'd feel all kinds yeah. of momentum and momentum swings and bad luck coming on, bad mojo. And, man, I had a whole bunch of snake charms. And <laughs> If you birdie one, you're like, wow, this, gonna, this could be a, I this could could be a this good round. It could be a good day. Yeah. yeah. I could light. I could just keep on making it. But if birdie. you bogey, it's like, ah, like, all right. The heat is off. Heats off. Just gotta go. Well, you know, or it like, or it like focuses me a little bit better. It's like, all right, like, all right, like, yeah. let's go, like. So I don't know. Well, all of those things are very good, you know, ways yeah. to manage yourself. Yeah. 
Because it's like like George Gankus Zach says you should actually like pretend on the first tee that you're just four over par and you have that like feeling of I gotta get it I of like get it of just it. like or of like oh or of like either I have to get after it or of like oh this day's oh you know like Zach said like he's four over through five and finished at four over so it's like you know that feeling of you hear so many people be like I shot. 46 on the front and 36 on the back. If I could just have done that, I'd be, you know, blah. but it's like, no, you were just like, you get to this place when you're like dejected after 46 that you just don't care anymore. And yeah. so it's, make, it's actually like a common thing to happen, but everyone thinks it's so, you know, uncommon. Like, yeah, but, you're right. but it happens a lot. <laughs> I've heard it from a lot of people. So, yeah. Um, yeah. How can I get myself in the best place to play? Yeah. Yeah. And that's what, uh, you know, yeah. that's, partly what you're learning here grasshopper <laughs> thank you guys yeah, yeah absolutely all right guys well thanks for checking Clean in contact. great spot to end thank you enjoy Andy. your open weekend i hit it again thanks, see you guys next because time because that shot was the moment and when the defining moment comes along you define the moment or the moment defines you